Hello, and welcome to Customer Experience Leaders Chat by Nice Reply, where we talk to support professionals from all over the world and discuss what's behind their team's success. This interview is brought to you by Nice Reply, an all-in-one customer satisfaction tool that helps you measure and improve the quality of your customer service. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on a future episode, please reach out to us at podcast at nicereply.com. My name is Craig Stoss, and I'm here today with Greg Skirving, the Director of Client Success at ClearPath Robotics. Greg, thanks for being here. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me. Long time. Hope you're well. Yeah, you as well. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your, your busy schedule. Uh, Greg, today we're here to talk about something that, that is kind of cutting edge and interesting to me to hear more about, which is leading from the customer perspective. Uh, you were sharing with me a couple of stories about how you can, uh, as a support team or a success team, uh, start to listen more to the customer insights and take them and build your business around the customer needs directly. And I'd love to hear exactly how you do that. So why don't we start with what is leading from the customer perspective? Well, uh, thanks, Craig, and thanks for the lead-in. Um, leaning from the customer perspective is is really what that that means. Um, uh, uh, listening to customers, listening to what what they want, uh, letting them define what success is uh, instead of instead of us doing it and uh, and assuming it. Um, I think the thing that that really resonated with me. Uh, in my specific situation was we had traditional metrics, you know, time to time to resolution, time to service, CSAT. And in the in the environment and ecosystem of a of a support help desk, uh, everybody knows what that means. You can gauge success and judge um, performance and productivity uh, with those metrics alone. But but how how do they relate to to the customer? How do we how do we tie it all together? So um, we uh, um, um, work closely with uh, the CSMs and the support folks, and uh, wanted to listen to the customers. And and uh, you know what we what we found was um, they uh, our customers use uh, 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 robots and. Uh, um, they have a they they buy a certain number of robots and they need a certain number uh, up and running a, a a minimum production requirement if you will and when when the robots are out of service um, a customer might potentially be in jeopardy of of meeting uh, and what I call NPR or minimum pr- production requirements and uh, uh, this means they need to bring somebody in with a forklift truck uh, or or uh, hand bomb things and and the technology that we have is autonomous so that's not uh, that's not what uh, what our customers want so um, what uh, we had a, a, a well my tagline for it is is think act and track um, so once we understood what customers want from their perspective um, built a practice around, Having our people think about what's important. How do we how do we get after uh, a robot that's down? And there's multiple reasons uh, uh, why uh, a robot might not be in production. But truly understanding the customer's individual environment, understanding where their thresholds are, um, and so how do people to think this way um, as opposed to and if you've been in the support game, a ticket's like a box going along the conveyor belt. Then you look at it, you take it off and you put it back on and next. So changing the focus away from tickets and 
not only customers, but the customer specific environment and what's important to them uh, was a was a, a major behavioral change. So training around that. Um, and uh, but then we had to create some metrics. We had to come up with some common language and uh, uh, things that we could track. You can't manage uh, you can't manage what you don't know. And as we built an ecosystem of uh, uh, um, uh, minimum production requirements, um, as we built it around that, we needed the supporting metrics to track it. So out of that, that practice uh, has come, you know, specific metrics that we track, you know, overall uh, uh, downtime, um, uh, affect uh, uh, minimum production requirements, but we we have dashboards that are viewed by all members of of the organization. So, uh, case in point, um, we 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 don't get escalations from sales representing the customer because sales is up to speed with with uh, uh, situations that may affect their customers. Um, I don't need to uh, uh, escalate and explain an escalation. To our, our 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 we've got one of the best product and engineering teams I've ever worked with, and uh, um, because the focus around these metrics uh, is a direct impact to the customer, um, um, they come to me and say, "How can I help?" Versus um, um, me me justifying why somebody needs to take serious attention to. Uh, 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 a situation, you know, the old school way is this ticket's been open for 60 days, been escalated for 60 days. Can we get some attention on it? Completely changed um, the focus in, in building uh, this, uh, this ecosystem um, um, around this customer's uh, minimum production is, uh, is being affected. So we really need to up the, uh, up the uh, uh, intensity on how we attack that. And, and do that for that customer. One piece that stood out there and what you just said was, you know, the sales team has access to these metrics and the product team has access to these metrics, the engineering team has, has, has access. And and so much so that they actually come to you and say, hey, you know, we're seeing something's wrong. Can, can we help? That's, I mean, that sounds like a utopian world for a lot of support departments. But in order to gain that, I, I'm sure there has to be some sort of alignment on on what is important, right? I mean, you think about something like CSAT that you compared to earlier, where you know CSAT seems to be a number that we just report on, and everyone seems to have a rough understanding of what it means, and it goes into a slide deck, and you know executives look at it, and they're like, okay, good, and maybe Andrew doesn't even look at it, for example. But now you have a metric where there's a vested interest in in everyone looking at it. How do you come to alignment on on what is important? Well, I think that's the key, um, and and we we're in the process of really specifically hardening this. But fundamentally, um, our, our technology is is autonomous. When a human needs to be involved, um, that that is counterintuitive to the very product that we sell, um, and um, um, so. So the alignment is really based on uh, the metrics that represent um, how a customer's business is impacted and whether they can run their business. So um, it, it's not like we, we sought out internally to say, 
well, what do we think we should do? We went to the customer, you know, lead from the customer's perspective. And, and again, each, what was really interesting is each customer tracked things a little bit differently. And, uh, um, you know, there are, there's some fine tuning things that they can do um, to, to improve things. And there's some indications on usage that may need to be improved. And, you know, there's certain success criteria that our, our, our customers use. Um, and, and we plan on, on getting a little more granular um, as we go. But fundamentally, uh, uh, a robot that's not in operation is a problem. And, you know, there's a certain amount of time that, that, that that's okay. Uh, and there's, there's less of, a, 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 of an impetus when um, there's, there's, we're not reaching that threshold of, of their, their production being affected. But that's the common thing. That's what ties everything together. That's what, that's what um, uh, our, our technology teams, our engineering and software and product teams, that makes sense to everybody, makes sense to sales. Uh, um, but further, further to that, too, as we track that, that also helps our discussions with our CSMs when they talk to customers in terms of, of, of how they can improve that. Maybe uh, and, and and maybe it is buying more capacity, buying more robots. Maybe it's um, um, us doing a health check. Maybe it's preventative maintenance. Um, it opens up all these discussions that are all anchored to. We understand what your key metrics are. We're aligned with them, and and here's how we're helping uh, in flight with 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 tickets. But here's also how we're helping in terms of uh, your strategy and and meeting that that goal that is 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 your specific operational goal. I, I really want to come back to the CSM point because I think there's an interesting um, discussion to be had there. But I want to start with something you really said early on here, which was that your customers had differences. There was differences in their needs. There was differences in the way they measure it. Um, you know, from my experience in support, when customers have those anomalies or those special cases, they've been historically hard to track. You know, you, you got to remember it or it's got to be somewhere in your CRM tool, or your ticket management system. How, how do you keep track of what those customer needs are, given that they aren't necessarily the same across all your customer base? Yeah. And, and that part of the uh, there's a few basic metrics that that are common to everybody and we're tracking and we we are that's that's uh, uh, a, a growth part of the, the strategy that we're working on. How do we do the, how do we capture the specific thing? So we're just uh, tracking that in our, our current CRM system. But, but again, I want to, I want to um, um, really touch on um, uh, the very reason why I started down this path. It's not about the metrics, you know, it's not about, it's about leading from the customer's perspective. And and aligning aligning our practice and our tracking mechanism, i.e., the metrics, to what our customers want. And I don't want to paint the picture that everybody's so distinctly different that um, no one person could manage four or five. You know, one uh, CSM could manage four or five different customers. It's it's not that uh, widespread. But the the metrics are there for the tracking. It's remember, it's remember how we think about it, how we act, how we respond, how we're how we're 
uh, reacting to our customers, how we're being proactive, how we're positioning, again, to uh, align with the customer's goals. From the from the CSM perspective, something that, that is big trend in the, in the past few years are tools that for customer success specifically that track signals and inputs that that help them discover you know customer health in real time or, or help you know try to proactively uh, understand what's happening with a with a particular customer. So those are things like the simple case of maybe if a customer opens ten tickets within a week, that's a red flag, or or if a customer has two critical issues in the same month, maybe that's a yellow flag or you know, customers getting close to renewal, that's another signal. Um, you know, these types of things that that help CSMs make educated decisions about when to and talk when to contact their customers and how, what to talk about. How does something like this feed into that? You, you, you mentioned that there's a collaboration between success and support. How could the, our listeners take something that's a very specific metric about the implementation of whatever their their product does and feed that as signals into making educated conversations on the success side. Yeah, and again that's uh um that's the next evolution of of this practice um to to automate we 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 have uh, a wealth of information um about uh each individual customer's environments and and we do plan on uh, um, identifying those triggers that are specific to our customers and you know uh, 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 notification. I mean, you know, in the old days, you get up in the morning, get your coffee, and uh, and check the check the reports. It, it will be something like that, but it'll be the specific uh, metrics and targets that uh, that our customers are looking for. Not quite there yet, but uh, that's uh, uh, that's absolutely where we're headed. Um, and be and with 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 the intent of being proactive. If we're going to be if we're going to align with our customers' objectives, we want to be part of that. We want to be viewed, um, I suppose, truly as a partner. And that's that's sort of worn, but uh, a worn statement. But you know, to to be able to contact our customer with, we notice this, and um, uh, 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 are you aware this is going on, or? Um, you know, there's 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 a couple of the things uh, that uh, that uh, uh, don't seem right over here that go against your natural, you know, patterns and missions and 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 how you do your operations. So not there yet, but that's uh, that's that's definitely on the docket. I mean, the proactive nature of that, and it, you know, obviously, is an improvement to customer experience. You know, letting customers know that you're watching them and you're, 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 you're there to make sure they're successful is, is an interesting uh, approach. And I think, again, a trend within, you know, especially IOT spaces where, where you have objects that you can, and you have the data to monitor uh, in real time. Um, the other thing, the one thing that you just said in that, that piece was about your, your customers' expectations and, and, and such. And what happens if these change? Do you, do you monitor customer feedback through some mechanism in order to, to assess, hey, this customer's situation has, has changed? They, they've scaled up. They've, you know, something fundamental has, has impacted the way they do business. And therefore, those signals are now different and, and need to be tracked differently. Yeah, well, there's there's the automated approach, and again, um, we're not not quite there yet. And then there's the old fashioned approach. Um, and uh, it, uh, our industry is uh, is interesting because it it is uh, um, it's it's relatively new. Um, so um, 
um, the industry itself is finding its way. It's not, it's not completely established um, like uh, um, Cisco, for instance, with, with, you know, IT technology, everybody understands what it does. Everybody understands the metrics. It's all common. Everybody knows what to buy, um, um, what the applications are. So uh, as, as this industry grows, different, um, different applications um, um, are, are surfacing, different, um, different requirements are surfacing. So stuff is really changing all the time. Um, and, and again, there's the technical proactive aspect of it where we want to get to. Um, but, you know, as for now, it's, uh, you know, we rely on our, we get a great set of CSMs who, you know, are dealing with our customers. And, and, and one of the things that I wanted to make happen was, um, and for anybody that's been on the sales side, you, you have an account executive and a, and a sales engineer, systems engineer, and they're, they're, it's a one-to-one relationship with the, the salesperson overseeing the, the, the actual sale. And the SE's job is to win the technical sale, okay? And it's a one-to-one uh, matchup. So fundamentally, what we've done on the back end in our organization is we've aligned our CSMs with our uh, support folks. So um, um, this, this allows our CSMs to be strategic, to understand customers' businesses, to have conversations about the changes, like you, you say, suggest the changes that they, they might want. And then our, our support people are um, um, uh, accountable for, um, among many things, and tying it specifically into what we're talking about, our, our return to production plans. How, you know, how are we getting our customers back up to speed? Um, you know, doing everything we can, knowing when to, to escalate. So um, that, that's, that's, that's also part of the strategy as well. Greg, maybe we'll end on something a little bit more generic. And so if you're if our listeners want to to look at this deeper and, and start to ask uh, questions to their customers and, and start to learn a lot more about their customers' perspectives, what are the types of questions that you think are most impactful to start a program like this? Um, well, of course, everybody's everybody's business is different. And again, that there's another line message to what I'm talking about. Just don't use cookie cutter metrics. Um, see what you can do to align, align the metrics and the practice, the behavior to match what your customers are, are looking for. Um, it, it, it's, it's, uh, the approach is really simple. Um, and l- let me say this, I've sold and, and, and I've done implementation and um, I've done support, of course. But when it comes to sales and support, I mean, they're virtually the same thing. The only difference is you don't have to tell the person that that uh, he or she has a problem in support, right? You're you're just problem solving. Um, but you 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 have to sit down at the table with your your customers um, uh, by starting off the conversation. This is this is what we see. This is where we think we could help, and 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 we want to understand a little bit more about your business. We think it's like this. You tell us it's it's and again I'm like a, a sales engagement where you have to warm up. You you have a captive captive audience that will tell you that that wants to be successful that would welcome uh, a discussion with with uh, uh, success people support people to say yeah this is how I run this is what's important to me right I I 
you know, you, you're always trying to sell me something, make the stuff that you, uh, um, uh, you sold me work in the first place. It's a generic statement um, in, in, in terms of a, a vendor client relationship, but um, um, you know, asking, you know, what, what metrics they track, you have to have some knowledge of it. And of course you, you, anybody within their own industry would, but customers want to talk. They, they welcome that conversation. Uh, to, to have a vendor say, so this is what I focus on and you're going to focus on that too. Great. Greg, thank you so much for sharing uh, this innovative approach with our listeners. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Craig, and let's do it again soon. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening to Customer Experience Leaders Chat by Nice Reply with today's guest, Greg Skirving from ClearPath Robotics. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please leave a rating or share it with others. And always make sure to check out our other support interviews and more quality content at NiceReply.com.